right, everybody. Thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans. I am your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, from realtors, lenders, builders, developers, residential or commercial, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, what really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I would like to consider a real estate titan. Our very special guest and feature titan today, Holly Quinn. Holly, thanks so much for being on the show. I really appreciate you taking the time. Thanks, Greg. You know, it's always a pleasure hanging out with you. You're one of my favorite people. Likewise, so, likewise. Yeah. We, we didn't rehearse that, by the way. That's the facts. That's the fact. So um, I just want to um, start into the series of questions, Holly, sure. just like we always do with, with each Titan, to get everybody to know you a little bit better, your background, your business, and you as a person. So um, why don't you go ahead and tell everybody a little bit about yourself? Well, I was born, you know, in a humble little hospital in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Okay. Uh, my dad was in the oil industry, which took us down to Houston, Texas, which is where I really considered that I grew up. Right. Uh, went to college there, um, have a background there in marketing and design. Um, but then when I was living in central Texas, got introduced to this um, amazingly handsome army captain right. on a blind date. Um, and, you know, we met and, and I said, that's the man I'm going to marry. Love it. it took him a, a, another year or so to figure out that that was that I was the one he was going to marry. Okay, he took a little longer. That's all right. That's he all still right. does. He's a, he's a very you know a little bit more cautious. I, I kind of throw caution to the wind. Yeah. Um, so followed my military husband around for you know twenty something years. Wow. Uh, lived all over. Lots of moves. <laughs> raised four kids in the process. Hey. Uh, we now have four kids, two in-laws, a, a beautiful grandson, Walter, who really is the light, light of my life. Um, and here we are. Okay, that's awesome. And that, that's a big background. And in going into, um, you know, the business portion, oh, that was crazy <laughs> lightning here. This is live, everybody. So going into your, your background as far as real estate is concerned, um, what is the process for that? And what got you into the business, how you started out? So it was really kind of a fluke. Okay. Um, we we had were stationed at Fort Bliss, Texas, in El Paso. Four times. Wow. Four times. Um, we did not retire there. And the thunder and lightning out here is just because <laughs> Greg's got such a great personality, big personality. That's right. That, uh, <laughs> That's he brings the weather with him. Um, so we were living in in El Paso, Texas, and we had bought our first home together okay. um, and we came down on orders to uh, Fort Leavenworth and we're like, well, we love this house, which, you know, we want to live in this house forever, um, but we didn't know what to do with it. And so we said, okay. well, let's rent it out. Hmm. And that started kind of the empire, not really an empire, but that started the process of becoming real estate investors. We okay. decided then that, you know, it was... Uh, a good thing to do to invest in rental properties and we manage them ourselves um, always and you know one grew into two two grew into three three grew into five wow. um, and at the same time you know way before um, Chip and Jojo mm -hmm. there was Matt and Holly uh, <laughs> the, the original <laughs> gangsters here That's you know right. that was there on a really small level but we also were discovering, well, I was, Matt just was along for the ride, okay. and, and God bless him, because he always is like, you want to do what? Okay. He's such uh, a good guy. He is a good guy, really and is. I don't know why he puts up with me, but, yeah. um, you know, when we buy those rental properties, sometimes that were just kind of total dumps and really needed a lot of work, but they were in great locations, okay. we would renovate. 
And so then we kind of started flipping and one renovation led into another and all of that, to make it a short story long, sure, sure. Um, really becoming investors, renovations, house flipping, um, it really just made a good natural progression. Like I loved the buying and selling portion. Okay. I've never gotten sick of looking at houses, which I know a lot of uh, you know, realtors in residential are like, oh my God, yeah, sure. another three bedroom, two bath. Uh-huh. Um, but I love it. Like there's nothing, I look at, I go in every house and I think, look what this could be. Mm-hmm. And you know, I can tell you almost down to the penny what it costs to take down a wall or, you know, redo a bathroom or to, you know, paint or redo siding or do a roof. And so I, you know, that to me is a really uh, a fun challenge and so, and hearing them. Right. Which I think is huge, you know, progression into it and a lot of value that a lot of professionals and consumers that you work with get. I mean, you have the background of moving and understanding what the pain points of that are, right? Yes. You you do have that military tie, which is huge ingrained into you, which a lot of people get in this community in Colorado Springs. But then you also have the investor side, which it's not just at the end of the day, here's a house to live in. It, right. You look at it from a dollars and cents and a potential investment standpoint. So right. that's huge value add. But then you're also an interior guru as far as I'm concerned, Holly. I mean, you have a really good eye when it comes to what's going on in the space and the visuals and all that stuff too. So I think that that's a lot, at least just for my information. Oh, so. thanks. Um, so it's kind of funny, you know, my daughter, who is just getting ready to start her sophomore year in college, has a just her eye for design is amazing. If she doesn't do something in design, then you know it, it'll be a sad state for our world. But like she can come in and she can say, you know, oh, you need to put these flowers on top of these two books, and it'll look great. I don't do that. What I I walk into a space and I'm like the like the rain man of of walls. <laughs> I love that. Like I walk in and yes. I, I I I literally I see what it would look like with a wall down or adding a window or, you know, replacing a regular slider with French doors or, you know, raising roof lines or whatever. Sure. In fact, um, you haven't seen it yet because you were busy having a baby. Oh, yeah. But, yes, um, yes. Olivia, she's yes. adorable. Um, <laughs> Thank you. But we actually, Matt and I just bought our biggest project, which is a 7,200 square foot luxury home Love that it. you know our budget for that is like a hundred thousand dollars in renovations but you know I walked in and immediately I'm like and we're going to take down this wall and we're going to do this and he goes oh my god like what are you thinking <laughs> but you know that that's kind of how my my brain works so. well and you know that luxury market very well too Holly so that that's a whole nother you know vein that we can go into as far as real estate and your background for sure but uh, let me segue into the next question which happens to be what's your why Holly what gets you out of bed in the morning what makes you do what you do to the level you do it at you know that is a great question and if you know the answer you know let me know I don't know, <laughs> um, I don't know. it's almost it's like some people are are driven like doctors you know they, they sure. know from a time they're four years old that they want to get inside somebody's chest and you know pump their heart or or do something in their brain or, or you know fix whatever right um, there is a drive it, it comes from you know my heart mm-hmm. honestly like I get up every day and I, I can't wait to talk to clients I can't wait to meet with people I can't wait to get my paint deck from Sherwin Williams. <laughs> you know, like it's I carry these things with me forever. Like meeting with my contractors is is such a, a fun thing. But sure. there's just something there that's like I, you've got to do it. Um, you know, and, and it was a real 
a lot of people don't know this, but military families, uh, which my husband, you know, is retired now, um, everybody thinks that they have this really great retirement package. Well, they do, but, you know, if something happens to Matt, I don't get his retirement. And so, a few years ago, when, you know, you, you realize that you are middle-aged, mm -hmm. or, you know, sure. we, a couple of years ago, we went, oh my gosh, we're only like 15 years from retirement. Um, and, and I started thinking, what happens if something happens to Matt? What's, what's going to happen to me? What's going to happen to our, our family and our, our legacy? I mean, yes, we have life insurance and things like that, sure. but um, it, it was this, this mental thought of, I also need to contribute and we need to, although we do have, you know, retirement plans and stuff, but, um, mm -hmm. you know, we need to be working more to be putting away for a rainy day. And, right. you know, the kids are grown now, so um, I'm, I'm not needed as much at home. Um, so, the, the, so here I am. Which, <laughs> I which, which is fair. And, yeah. and I think that a part of that is uh, the burning desire and... The, the, the wanting to give and, and really to, to do the best you possibly can with your clients and for your clients and, and just the overall love of real estate. I mean, I think that's a part of that. And I, I think the passion is very, very hard to take away. To be truly successful, and again, what I consider you as a titan, is having the passion and having the drive and the fire to really make a difference and an impact. That's what you do, Holly. So I, I think Aww. that everybody gets that. Anybody who knows you knows that's the facts. Uh, so, okay, that's a good share for that, but let's go into some data, some information for some of the other professionals that might be watching, whether you're new or seasoned. Uh, if you could take a look at your career thus far and pick or choose one or two things that you might have added that took your business from one level to the next, what does that look like for you in your business? Um, honestly, one of the best things that I ever did was changed the way that I thought about um, real estate or, or my career in general. Okay. And it used to be all about, you know, I, I want to add to our financial bottom line. Mm -hmm. I want to put away as much as I can. I want to be the, you know, the, the best realtor in, in our community. Sure. Um, and I want to make as much money as I can. I mean, come on, who doesn't, who starts her career and goes, you know, I only want to make $10 an hour. Right, uh, right. Nobody. But somewhere along the line uh, something a switch was flipped mm -hmm. and it became less about that and more about meeting people and building relationships and always doing what's best for my clients who most of them now are friends um, and, and when I switched from it's all about the money to it is all about the people it Interestingly, my success level, you know, went up a hundred times. Unbelievable. And you think about that, something as simple as that mindset, right? And, and I get what you're saying, and a lot of producers will understand this too. Um, money is made in this industry, no doubt. But mm -hmm. when you really look at it from the giving standpoint, the serving standpoint, you work hard, you do right by people, you know your product, the money is going to be there. Yes. And as you said, that's a huge change and shift. So if more people just thought of it this way to really do the best job, to really help their clients and serve to the highest level, the money will be there. And again, not every real estate professional is created equal. No. That, they're not all in that mindset. So I, I think that's a huge ad, huge takeaway for everybody out there. So hopefully you took that down. That's big, big advice. Uh, so let's go into a slightly different question. This is the tough one. This ends up being the challenge question. Okay. So if you could look back on your life, 
uh, and pick or choose a challenge that you dealt with that you overcame that you were stronger because of it after the outcome. What does that look like for you, Holly? Because we all have challenges we deal with in our lives, big or small, whether it's in the past, now, or into the future, but it's more so how we overcome them. So what's your challenge you'd like to share? Sure. So um, I can almost pinpoint this to the day of when this happened. So um, seven years ago, um, and, and I'll tell you why this, why everything kind of changed. Before okay. this date, seven years ago, I was still in the um, wealth building. Got to, you know, we we have to do what we can. We have four kids. We've got to get through college. Right. You know, I got to bake as much as I can. Um, seven years ago, I had I went to the doctor because I had been having um, severe indigestion, and it's kind of a weird way that this happened. But, sure. Um, I, I actually was training for a marathon, and I had a really bad treadmill accident. Okay. Like, I, like think George Jetson, right? Like, I went flying oh, off no. this treadmill, and I, you know, grabbed the side of it, and I ended up separating my bicep and all four tendons. Ooh. Well, Holy. the result of that was, at the same time, I'd been having really bad indigestion, but okay. um, I was seeing military doctors, mm-hmm. and kind of the answer for a lot of... Uh, Healthcare is, you know, here's some Benadryl, here's a Motrin, right. here's a Band-Aid. Um, well, I finally ended up having to have an MRI, and I kept calling to get the results. And my military physician was deployed, and I'm like, well, who can give me these results? Right. And I was so frustrated, I went down to the military treatment facility, grabbed my records, and started seeing a civilian doctor. And so I, the first day of seeing a civilian doctor about my shoulder, you know, she said, Dr. Juleson, she's amazing. She's also a, a military wife. Um, she said, well, you know, you're here. Is there anything else that you will want to address? And I go, God, you know, I've had, uh, I've had this indigestion for a long time. Okay. You know, what are you doing for it? You know, taking Prilosec or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said, well, anything else? And I said, well, you know, I'm middle-aged. I'm, you know, I've got some back pain. I'm kind of bloated. <laughs> I'm tired all the time. Sure. Um, and I was a lot heavier because I've lost a lot of weight since then. Um, and she said, well, I'm going to send you to the gastroenterologist because I come from a, on my dad's side, anybody who has died as far back as they can go back has died of cancer. Wow. Except for like accidental death. Okay. So she said, you've got a really strong history of cancer. We're just going to get you in and make sure you don't have like a hernia or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I went in to see this, this uh, gastroenterologist. Okay. And he said... Um, we're going to do a CAT scan. And I remember saying to him, don't you think that's a little extreme? Yeah. And he was like, well, you know, we're just going to make sure nothing's going on. Um, so I, I went in and, and had a, a CAT scan again, um, the first of about 85 million. Um, and I had a call, you know, within about two hours and said, you have a mass on your left ovary. So um, at that point, you know, we didn't know what it was, but sure. went to start seeing a gynecological um, oncologist, okay. um, Dr. Picard. He's mm-hmm. really awesome here, and, you know, kudos and God bless to all oncologists. Um, and I was diagnosed with ovarian cancer. So, you know, seven years ago, because um, I went in to get my shoulder looked at, I found out I had sure. cancer. Sure. Um, so that was a as I spit. Um, that was a real turning point in in my life and going through treatment. And you know, I'm almost I'm six and a half years clean. That's Oops. huge. That's and, great. Um, you know, for women that it, ovarian cancer is a deadly is a very deadly cancer. So, ladies, if you're watching, um, what you want to be looking for is pain in your back, bloating, 
cramping, um, indigestion, um, change in urination frequency, change in um, bowel habits. Wow. If you've got those, get them checked out. So okay. thank you for my, my public service. Listen to Holly. She knows. She knows that. So, but, you know, it, it's, it's interesting because that was a real catalyst. As I sat, you know, on my couch for months on end because I didn't have any energy and didn't feel right. Um, the I, I kept wondering, you know, why why me? Mm-hmm. Why did I get this? And I really clearly heard this voice, and, and I'm a devout Catholic, um, and so I believe it was, you know, the, the voice of God was mm-hmm. saying, why not you? Mm-hmm. Um, and so then I think everything happens, and everything happens for a reason. I agree. And there is a learning experience in everything. And so from that it was, you know, what what's your purpose? But... Um, it really changed everything because I realized that, and truly, and I mean this sincerely, you know, having cancer was a gift. It is one of the, next to my husband and my kids, cancer is the biggest blessing I've had because I'm on this side of the dirt. Sure. So it's all good. But that is when things really change too. Um, Your life is so short and it truly is a gift and be happy and don't sweat the little stuff. Yeah. So that's my, my challenge. Yeah, and that's a huge share, Holly. And that's not easy to do, so I appreciate you, you know, letting everybody know kind of what you've dealt with. And, and I think that the, the big message, as you said, is life is short. We all have challenges that we deal with. And look at that as an opportunity for you to take some positive nature out of that. And, yes. and again, I, I know that we all have issues that we deal with, but just know that somebody has it worse. Um, you know, just try to be as positive in any situation and, you know, just keep moving forward, keep going. Cause I mean, you, you overcame that and you kept moving and look at where you're at now. So, I mean, I think that's a big takeaway for everybody for sure. So. And except for heights, not much else scares me. <laughs> there you go. So there's some other fear in there too, right? A little uh, neurotic. <laughs> but thank you, Holly, because that's a big one too. So I know a lot of people are going to appreciate that and that's going to touch a lot of hearts people are watching this. So let's go to a slightly softer question. Okay. Uh, not as deep in, in here for everybody out there. So um, if you could go back in time and give your younger self a piece of advice or two, and it could be any stage of your life, you know, it could be little Holly all the way up to a year ago. Yeah. What piece of advice or two would you give to yourself? Honestly, you know, if you, if I could go back and, and change anything, it would be don't sweat the little stuff. Like if it's not life or death, does it matter? So sometimes you can say, is what I'm doing right now, is this going to make a difference tomorrow? Is it going to make a difference in a week? Is it going to make a difference in a year? And if the answer is no, let it go. Be like Elsa and let it go. <laughs> That's good. And I can play the track in the background here. We can sing that together. something small you can't get past the 12 on Amazon for like a hundred bucks um, so you know don't worry about it you, you right. don't don't terminate a contract over a hundred dollars don't you know just work together and I think so many times we as agents you know we forget that we're all working for the common good you know I want to protect my client you want to protect 
secured, right. but the goal is to get to the end of the transaction, get to the closing of that. So for everybody wins that way. Exactly. Uh, okay, so that's that's great piece of advice, not just for young Holly, but for everybody out there that's <laughs> watching. I think that's a really really good take to heart. So let's go into the feeding of the mind question. So a lot of the viewers that are on the show and constantly supporting it, they want to know what these top producers, these titans, are feeding their mind, whether it's mm -hmm. you know in the past or currently. So what books you're reading, podcasts you're listening to, influencers on social media, what does that look like for you? Oh gosh, well, I mean, he's always bruising the top. Yeah, he's, he's, a, a, he's, he's a cool so guy, cool. he's a cool guy. Um, Jack Cotton, who is, uh, we actually were at the same conference with him at the NAR, yeah. the National Association of Realtors that in Southern California. So Jack Cotton is this amazing luxury realtor, you know, up on the East Coast, like he does like a $200 million but he's got some really great books out selling luxury homes. I don't know if you can see if that. If you can't see, I'm gonna put the link in the comments. Selling okay. luxury homes is a good one because that's that's what I, that's kind of my niche is, okay. is luxury. Right. Um, and and I, even though I'm with Remax, I have to say yeah. Gary Keller's The One Thing was a, it, it was really one of those books, like I bought it for uh, all the folks that are on my team and mm -hmm. that work with me. Um, because it's really all about, and it doesn't even really have to be about real estate, but it's like, what is that one thing? Sure. What is the thing that motivates you that gets you out of bed? Um, the other thing is, you know, I wake up very early this morning, sadly, at like 3.30, not by choice. <laughs> I don't, fine. my dog, my it's puppy was, early. <laughs> puppy was crying. Um, but, you know, before I get out of bed in the morning, Matt, who is a saint, we all know, Saint yes. Matt. Saint Matt. I saint Matt um, makes coffee every morning and and he still works for the government, you know, he's still, you know, he retired, but he's a civil service still. Um, so he does that, I stick on my glasses because I'm blind, blind as a bat, and I, you know, I pull up my iPad and I watch Goldcast every morning. And it's all about, you know, whatever it is for the day. Um, okay. But it, it kind of motivates me to get up and be a, a better person. And okay. it's that, it's like kind of like going to church, you know, it's, it's not that you are a bad person, but you need that reminder to, sure. for me, I need a reminder do good things. Love it. No, and that's great. And there, there's so many different facets in there that you're feeding your mind from different areas and angles, whether it's, you know, watching it or reading it and that sort of thing. And I think that, that the common denominator with all the Titans is they are constantly feeding their minds and growing. So hopefully everybody takes some of that. I'm going to put the links in the comments down below so you can feed your mind the same way that Holly is feeding hers. So that's a good thing. That's then, a good thing. Then I'll give you my strengths. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'll list that down below too. So last but not least, Holly, and this has been an amazing episode, chock full of great information. Oh, I know everybody's you, taken. So to wrap this whole thing up, if you could sum up yourself as an individual, as a brand, if there's a quote you live by or a mantra, what does that look like for Holly Stone? So when I was six, I watched a whole lot of television. Okay. And I mean a whole lot of Shawshank Redemption, great movie. Oh, yeah. Well, in, okay. in Shawshank Redemption, um, there is a quote that uh, Morgan Freeman says that has, it's kind of my mantra. Okay. And it's, you can get busy living or you can get busy dying. Wow. So get busy living. That's, that's, that's a big one. That's a big one, and I, and I can imagine Morgan Freeman's voice saying that. <laughs> that's it's, right. it's even that much cooler, but I, I, that's, a, that's a really, really good one. And I, both those movies are really, really great. I mean, I'm a movie nut, yeah. I'm buff, so I think that's really good. 
stuff. And I think that a lot of people can really understand that and resonate with that. We get in our own way. I mean, we set the boundaries in our decisions in our own lives. So just get busy. Get busy today, man. You get know? busy today. Yeah, that's that's great stuff, Ollie. And I think that's some beautiful, beautiful. So Thank you. thanks again for being on the show. You are oh, official real estate titan in my book. Thanks, so, Greg. Yeah, thanks, Holly. So everybody, thanks so much for your time and attention. Uh, really appreciate all your love and support. As always, every Tuesday and Friday afternoons, a different titan, a different location. Uh, and we'll catch you guys in the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care. Thank you.